Look in my eyes, what do you see? Another loss for Stoke City. Ah, in the, I feel like this podcast could just be a repeat of last week's. Uh, as we sit here, a day removed from Blackburn Rovers 3, Stoke City 1. <laughs> and remiss for me to go over the same talking points again and again, but something is really just not fun and enjoyable at Stoke. To join me in talking about this fun stuff, David Cowlishaw. Good evening, how are you? You're toxic, I'm slipping under. <laughs> exactly. Uh George, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Chris. I was gonna try and think of a Britney Spears song to do that to then, but the only one I thought of was prerogative and that didn't really work. So yeah, I'm fine, thank you. I'll let I'll let um Dave be the clever one. <laughs> oh no <laughs> with these witty little yeah. jokes. We are fucked. <laughs> so it was another weekend of, of fun Stoke City stuff. As before, for you, dear listener, who is sitting, presumably listening, um, before we pressed record, George told us that he's just sat and watched the game again. And that begs the question, why would a person do that to themselves? So I'll start with you, George, as the game is fresh in your memory, having watched it a, few, a matter of moments ago. 3-1 to Blackburn how how bad was it what's the assessment where what's what is going wrong for the ss machine we're not doing that podcast again are every, we? every week every week <laughs> um yeah i i sat through it in the sort of uh, i half said on saturday that i'd try and write something on politics about the game no matter what um but sitting through it just made me not want to write anything ever again about anything or think ever again. Um, but other than that, yeah, it was fine. Uh, it's, it was just awful. The first half is just... It was fine for five minutes, and then they score, and then everyone just decides what is defending. That's not necessary. Every time... I think it's been about three or four weeks now that every time an opposition breaks on us, there's 10 men in front of the ball looking back going, uh, are you going to do that or what's going on here? And yeah, it makes the defence look bad, although I think the defence is actually bad as well, which doesn't help. It makes the fullbacks look really bad, although again, they didn't play well. It makes the midfield look bad. Again, they didn't do well. And then we also don't really score goals apart from someone doing a nice little turn and finish. So... I don't know. It's just, it's mad that it's gone from the Birmingham game, which was, even though it was a loss, was actually pretty heartening to watch. It was, mm. we couldn't score, but you know what? That's the kind of game that happens even when you're a good team. And then the Sunderland game, the Leicester game, and yesterday, just, it's complete. You know that bit in Inside Out at the end, when the boy meets the girl and there's like alarm bells in his yeah. head constantly yeah. and yeah. he's screaming and running around. It's basically like that since the Sunderland game. Um, and then you add in all the daft stuff of the, you know, listening to the fans panel and all that crap. And it's just not very nice being a Stoke fan, is it? No. Well, certainly it wasn't nice yesterday. Um, players booed off. Um, Berger had 
talking to some fans, although reading contradictory po- posts that actually we people weren't booing Berger particularly. It was just a general thing, and he was actually quite responsive. And you know, they were saying Berger. <laughs> um, so the fans who were there at Blackburn yesterday certainly were not happy. Um, and I think you're right, George. It's uh, the last few games, especially, have been just really, really poor. It would be obviously, and I'll come to you, Dave. We we have no idea of like the behind the scenes things or anything, and it would perhaps be ridiculous to even speculate as such but there has been so many rumors so, but i'm gonna speculate anyway i'm gonna do it anyway um we, we there's been so many like rumors online of like the treatment of of how of, of ryan my um he, he put out a statement this week apologizing for behavior he was was suspended um it doesn't feel like a very happy workplace um do you think that it because george is right that Birmingham loss was still quite a, a good game. Do you think? Sure, I asked this last week, but do you think that people have already turned on Schumacher? What's like? What is going on behind the scenes? Why is everything so poor? Or is it simply just a case of we've just played badly a few games and we can we'll, we'll pull it around? We'll be fine. We won't get relegated. Um, we may not get relegated, but the overall feeling amongst the club is one of absolute sheer panic um that's seeping in in terms of on the pitch stuff and the uh discordant way in which we play where uh there's a press but it's not really a unified press which contributes to the um defense looking so uh rudderless and panicky and like oh my god please no please don't run at me with the ball i'm scared and then um there's schumacher making eight changes from the leicester game which which maybe justified, maybe other things in there, but again, seems to uh, suggest this note of panic. The fans forum, was it delayed by a day? And then again, that that seemed to have a sort of undertone of, you know, um, Iraqi general meme standing in front of the uh, bombing behind him saying everything's basically fine. Um, And yeah, it's, it's one of a club that is once again, completely shambolic from top to bottom. Um, And the only difference I can tell right now is that it seems that the, the we're at a sort of breaking point with the fans where we haven't necessarily been before. We've, we've had apathetic moments before we've had angry moments before. Of course we have, but it seems like we've not seen the kind of scenes we saw at the end of Blackburn for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that might well, continue into the home crowds uh, if we were to lose against uh, Queen's Park Rangers. It's really, really bad. Now, I was just going back, you know, because we feel like we have the same conversation every time, and yet this time feels a little bit more significant. Mm. Um, We've lost four in a row since we've come down to the championship uh, three times, once under Nathan Jones and twice this season. That's That's a big concern. The fact that we seem unable to bounce back uh, from hardship. Um, There's a number of players who are playing appallingly badly. Mm -hmm. There are so many issues with the squad that um, it might be um, sort of the 
the unquantifiables. It might be hard work, leadership, uh, that kind of thing. And it might just be the players not being good enough technically for what Schumacher wants to achieve. Um, and the the annoying thing is, is that we have this sort of slight new manager bounce thing and it doesn't, it, in a way, it doesn't really matter that Schumacher might be an all right manager mm. because the events have kind of are out of his control now, it feels like. Mm. It feels like no matter what he does with the team against Q- QPR, and even if he picks up enough results, it feels like the the narrative is so overwhelming that you know he's he's trying to he's trying to slow the train down when when the brakes have been cut. Mm. I yeah. think we've seen like it's just been the same thing happen again and again too many times at this point and six is it six seasons now we've been down you can't Mm. have six seasons and five managers or whatever it is of no this time it'll be fine promise this time we've changed what we're doing and then the same thing happen again without people just basically giving up at this point i kind of i feel like i'm almost at that point where i think do you know what even if we have a great run between now and the end of the season, it's tough to feel like there's going to be any long-term progress anyway, because we're always one step away from the train going off, like Dave says. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hashtag six seasons in a (laughs) shoey. No. I was trying to make a serious (laughs) point. How long have you been saving that, Dave? That is fantastic. I think... You've, you've thrown me, God's sake, David. Um, you, we, to, to go on to something that we definitely said last week, and I think it kind of proves the point, there is a lot of scapegoats. I've seen um, reading online discourse, I've seen uh, Ricky Martin be, he's the problem, it's our recruitment. Uh, I've seen foreign lads, they're the problem. Um, I've seen uh, the fans leaving too early, that's a problem. Um, I've seen just not getting behind the players. That's that's the problem. Um, and it, it throws you back to the thing that we mentioned last week in the tweet that you did, Dave, where it's been, what, 91 players or whatever have come through the door. And, like, I'm sorry, but, like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I can imagine that getting the wrong playing staff in is a problem, but there is something on a very fundamental level, whether it is just... Um, I don't know, a malaise in club staff that leads to an atmosphere of apathy, that whatever. But you can't... We're, it, you've, you said it there, George. We're repeating the same thing again and again and again. And I know people are very reluctant to criticise the Coates family. And I don't have a solution that is an alternative to them um, because I do share people's worries of, well, if they go... Uh, there's nothing, you know, we could get one of these bad ma- bad owners. But y- you have to at least put some form of pressure on them because everything that is going wrong is under their stewardship. It's the stewardship of John Coates. It's it, like, even if you if, if you think Ricky Martin is, is, is bad, who how was he appointed? Like, if you think the recruitment is going bad, it all comes... The, the the common denominator is that it's all come under this stewardship and it's great that they're billionaires who are local and I and 
full respect that I think that they probably do love the the club, but you you've got to be able to at least criticize them because I don't think there is anything. To me, there is no other evidence to suggest that it's anything else. It it is purely down to the ownership at this point in time, and I'm not saying yeah. we should be like hurling abuse at them. I'm not saying we should be storming the boardrooms, this setting up the guillotines, manning the barricades. Mm. As fun as that would be, but I at, le- at least like there has to be some level of pressure leveled at people here because they're doing a really bad job. Yeah, like. If if you take if you take it down sort of to I, I don't know the the bottom line I suppose which is the performances on the pitch and say these players are absolutely shit and uh, they're not trying enough they're not working hard enough we've been saying that for six seasons now you can argue there might be a, t- a degree to which this uh, squad is worse and obviously the results uh, would slightly indicate that a bit going from like sixteenth to twenty first not that we haven't you know, been around this position in the league before, by the way. Uh, but, you know, we hated the team in the first season down in the uh, championship. We hated um, Michael O'Neill's team for a while. We definitely hated Nathan Jones's team. And these were all, these are all basically different squads of players, like yeah, on yeah. a rotation. So we've hated all of the bastards at some point or another, barring like, uh, I don't know, we quite liked Jacob Brown a bit and um, Harry Souter we quite liked. And, you know, just very few players escaped uh, a, a barrage of criticism. Um, and I think that's also a similar thing with Berger as well. I don't think Berger's any less lazy than the rest of them. I think he's just better at football and that's why mm-hmm. he's, he's escaping the criticism. Now, um, so even accepting that, fair enough, so you could... Go, go to the manager. Well, we've criticised every single manager we've had, uh, some more severely than others, some possibly more shit than others, but every single manager we've had has been a disaster. Okay, you take it one step further and um, the the sort of, uh, I don't know, the, the, the layer of management between uh, the coaches and the management... Uh, even before Ricky Martin, Jared Dublin, at all, we were we fucking hated Tony Scholes. Yeah, like we fucking hated him. And again, you come back to what is the common denominator? What is the common denominator? And this may be a very foolish way to look at the uh, misfortunes of Stoke City, right? This may be misguided, but when something continually is shown to be a problem, and the the ingredients of that changes, you don't look at the ingredients you, you look at the person who's fucking responsible for it mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's it's john coates who has been left in charge by his dad his dad who seems to have had in the past some business sense maybe not the best in terms of operating the club but we are so emotionally attached to the coates and invested in them being a part of the club not because we think they are good owners in a running the club sense. It's because they've got loads of money. Yeah. And the, our, our love is based on that love of their money. Mm-hmm. And that that is not love. That is, we are the um, 19-year-old girlfriend of a 80-year-old billionaire at this point. <laughs> We're just, we are with them for their money. Everyone knows it. So can we stop acting like this is true love? And yeah. we would ditch them in a heartbeat for a richer, more competent, <laughs> younger billionaire. And I th- and I think on the on the subject of money, it's very interesting because so often we've seen the the criticism that the 
board and that have leveled at the league is that our financial fair play is messing us up. If we could only spend more, this would be fine. And I think if we go, if we, yeah, well, if we go back to when we got promoted and stuff, the coach spent quite a lot of money. They, they financially supported the, the, the club. I, I have no doubt their money has been extremely useful. Um, but I think, like on the whole, the football, the economics of English football has completely changed in their ownership, right? And now, whereas we had a fight, we had a billionaire, a local billionaire who could support us. Like loads of other teams have got some decent resources now, but they've got smarts about it. And so, even if they don't have the power of Bet Three Six Five behind them, they have finance. They have at least some, not financial muscle. They have some smarts about how they do recruitment that just beat old coats and he's like well if only we could spend more money i just feel like they are living in the past in terms of how they think they can get out of this crisis and financial sorry chris yeah sorry financial fair play is an excuse for us not winning the league potentially financial fair play is not an excuse for us looking down the barrel of relegation after six seasons there's a there's a difference between we can't spend enough money to compete with Leeds and we can't spend enough money to compete with Blackburn. Mm-hmm. There's a huge difference. Sorry. Yeah. No, Blackburn have been down far longer than we have. Like, well, think of so how many other clubs have been down longer than we have and are performing better. Like, I mean, Sunderland have been on a raucous journey, and I'm not saying they're a perfect club. They've had their ups and downs as well, but. I just feel like we are yeah. again we I think we've said this in the past as well but we we just feel in the past the club feels in the past I know that it's oh we've appointed some recruitment people and and stuff now but it it feels years too late and it feels like they're even then they're not recognizing how to operate that model and... it's very kind of tokenistic isn't it mm-hmm. I mean, sorry Chris it's it's like you say, they're sat staring at that pile of money we can't spend going, oh, I really wish I could use that. Mm-hmm. Whilst ignoring the fact that we still have more money to spend than most clubs in this league. Yeah. I think, what, bar, bar those with parachute payments, we we must surely be up there in terms of the money that we bring in, the gate receipts we get, the television money we get. Mm-hmm. We don't even own our ground or our mm-hmm. training ground, but we've got good assets aside from that. We sold, what, Collins and Suter for... 30 million together, something like that. Yeah, and we offset everything to Bet365 to get around these rules as well. So it's like, you know. We've not even followed the rules that he's complaining are too stringent. And we still can't beat everyone else who has to follow the rules. And Like Dr. Matt said, it it was four minutes into the fans panel by the time he'd complained about that. And you can't sit staring at what you can't use while refusing to think about how best to use what you've got. Mm-hmm. And I almost, I think I said it last week, I almost feel like if we had more jeopardy in terms of the club being in a worse financial position, maybe we would actually probably think about better ways to use it as opposed to just pining is, for what's, what we can't use well, that we do have. This is it. I would love these in these fan panels when, because it does get brought up so often, I would love someone just to be able to ask and I know that other questions like pre-vetted, so you probably won't get to just ask it, but yeah, someone be, someone able to just say, okay, so how come such and such a club are able to do better than us? How come Luton were able to get promoted? How come um, 
I don't know who 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 Brentford. else. Brentford, Brentford, exactly. Like there are there are numerous examples that you can point to and just be like, well, okay, from your professional opinion, John, what is it that they've done that that we can't replicate? What are they? Sheffield it... United, sorry, had a basket case of an ownership situation last season and still got promoted because they had competent people running the football side of things. Exactly. Yeah. Burnley and... were in what were they like a season away from? Losing yeah. dozens point of millions of pounds yeah. and point deductions and everything. Aston Villa looked like they were going to get point deductions as well. So I'm willing to accept that there could be like colossal failures at almost every level, every level from playing staff all the way up. Um, I will accept that there is that you know perhaps players aren't good enough, but that leads to the issue that maybe we're recruiting wrong, which means maybe that staff who are looking at that are wrong and blah blah blah. But like there are there are prime examples of clubs doing it well who are in a worse position or should be in a worse position than we are, and I just ah it, it it's so it's so frustrating because I just don't feel like I don't know if if Stoke fans are are, are properly ready for that conversation because I'm not saying that we should be again harassing the Coates family out of the club. Although, you know, it, it could be fun. Um, but, <laughs> and, and I'm not saying you can't appreciate what they've done, but like the, the, the evidence is so colossal and and you can't have that conversation without people going, well, shit, lads, what happens if their money goes? Think like we're in a we're in a serious black hole financially. Oh God, look at look at what the disaster would be. Yeah, look look how look who got us in that disaster. <laughs> you know, ah, right. I, yeah, solutions time. Mm. We need a big investor who won't meddle with the football side of things because they know nothing about it. We need someone who can bring attention, glamour, publicity to Stoke City. I think you know where I'm going with this, but I'm going to go through it anyway. Someone who already has a, a fondness for teams in red and white, perhaps. And someone with a army of devoted fans who will defend us to the hilt online. Taylor Swift, buy our club, please. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Matt Letizia then. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, would, he wouldn't be a fan of the new diversity fan panel, George. <laughs> Let's be honest. No, 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 no. I know I think Taylor Swift, I think that's a good shout, Dave. I think that is something... Listen, we got Deploy on Goy trending. What's the, what's you got Wheatus, didn't you? We got Wheatus. We got Wheatus. Yeah. We've already got a foot in the door in um, American Pop. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I think I think this this could this could be a goer. Um, you just replace the current toxic fans we've got at the moment with tw- <laughs> thirty thousand screaming Swifties. Um, yeah, hashtag hashtag Stoke Let's go. <laughs> Yes. Oh no! Now I feel a lot more positive. Come on, that's the dream, isn't it? Can you can you imagine like the Port Vale fans after years of well, we've got Robbie Williams yeah. and then Taylor Swift buys us. <laughs> oh my god! And she would install a hippo tank. She did. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. On the um on the new announcement. Well, <laughs> on the new announcement of the um I can't remember what the term is, but it's the replacement for the for the fan forum. Um who I can't remember what it's called. The Politburo something um, Stoke, Stoke yeah. City's first fan engagement plan. Um Yes. Was, 
really exciting. Um, the fact. And, and everyone's reply being like, well, sort your stuff out on the pitch first, lads. Um, I mean, what did we make of that? Did we did we think that's a positive step? Um, someone did it say... Seems... Go on, no? Yeah, it's, it, seems, it seems fine. It seems okay. It seems like they're, you know, <laughs> trying to do things in an organised, democratic way. Um, it's just, you know, no one cares at the moment because the team's doing yeah. so shit. So like if if we were if we were doing if we were doing like halfway well, then this would be like really, really warmly received. And yeah. um but it but it it's just the worst possible time to release it, really, I think. Yeah. Some of it the... seems like so oh sorry. No, no, go on. No, because I was gonna say something irrelevant, George. So <laughs> Okay. That doesn't sound like this podcast, Chris. Go on, speak. Um, sorry. It seems like Simon King seems to be one of the sort of normal people. Just sort mm. of doesn't really like doing much in front of the camera or anything, doesn't really try and sell what he's doing a lot, but does okay things that seem kind of competent. So I guess that's a positive. Yeah, I think you can keep him, Taylor, if he, if you come in or when you come in. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Taylor, unless unless your own people want to have the job. Because you're very good at, at, you know, brands and stuff, aren't you? Um, <laughs> I some of the key information. Former supporters. <laughs> you're very dad, Justice. Sorry, former <laughs> supporters council to be replaced by Stoke City Connect, which <laughs> I mean, which will uh, be the worst dating site. I'm gonna, well, I was gonna. Oh, Stoke City Connect is presided over by Victoria Corrin Mitchell. Um, uh. But then that, yeah. Uh, Stoke City Connect members to be appointed via an application process, an interview process, sorry. Appointments based around lived and professional experience with diversity encouraged. Um, interview panel. <laughs> it is funny how, like, some accounts saw the word diversity and were like, that's that's outrageous. What does that mean? Them dancers. Them dancers off of Britain's Got Talent. No way. Individual. In- <laughs> Right, okay, here's a question. Interview panel made up of independent individuals with a love of Stoke City. So, who's sitting That's on that? That's not a real person. No. Independent individuals is a bastard of a sentence. Yeah, it is so chat GPT, isn't it? <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's who fantastic. Is, yeah, who is that independent individual with a love of Stoke City? And is it Harry Potter? <laughs> he's He is. He's on the interview this, panel. This is... This Never. is how this ends. Yeah. <laughs> With a curry pint jack yeah. done. <laughs> That's I'm nostalgic for curry pint job done days. I've not seen him around for a while. I'm nostalgic uh, for those times. No, I think he retired. Those Ghostbusters yeah. times. <laughs> Decisions on a number of Stoke City Connect members to be made by the interview panel. This is, I mean... Is that like the technical so, board from last year? Oh, I don't know. So now you've said it, George. I'm like, this. no, this was written by AI. Yeah, I would not be surprised at all. I'd, 50% yeah. of quarterly meeting agenda club-led around future visions and objectives. Oh, God, it's so... No, 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 no this wasn't written by AI. And you should stop criticising it because they've made Ryan Mai do it and he's doing it in the second <laughs> language. So you just leave off. It was his. It was his detention work, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's you, you're right. It, it, in in any other circumstance, it would be like, oh, okay, that's quite nice. Um, 
But because of how everything's going, it's kind of just hated on. Well, you imagine the fan zone next year is going to be like, you know, that bit in IT crowd where she goes outside to, for a smoke and it's like a desolate <laughs> 30s Russian landscape. <laughs> <laughs> All in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, As we have, I don't know, who's in League One? Yeovil? That sounds like I don't want to go to League One, George. Like, I, it's not going to be a fun adventure. Like, I, a load of my colleagues who I work with are all Leeds fans. They all remember when Leeds went down there and then missed out on getting promoted to Doncaster. Like, it, it's going to be so shit. It's going to be so rubbish going down to League One. And do you know what? Is I'm so cynical. If we don't get relegated, it doesn't matter because we'll just get relegated next year. Like, it's a, it's a downward hill. It's a downward trend from now on. It's just... I have absolutely zero faith. Zero faith. Those, those Thursday night Bristol Street Motors Trophy nights, though. Oh. I mean, we'll be playing our own under twenty ones in those. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> you say, do you know what though, Dave? You've said that now, and I'm kind of like, oh, but I'd like that trophy. I'd like to play in that competition again. I'd go to Wembley. They were the that. best times, then, Chris. It was just a lot yeah. of fun, isn't it? When I just... we had players who cared. Well, exactly. People, yeah. Players, who cares? I don't want to go to League One. I don't want to. Anyway, it's a nice romantic evening on Wednesday, isn't it? Valentine's Day, QPR. Do we? Uh, yeah. Do we, ha- do we have much faith that we will get the job done? That we will win. Well, QPR maybe. are really shit. We might do. They are really it's shit. just. It's just which. Uh, well, I mean, how many times we've said this? It's which Stoke turns up in it. A if it's Q- the same as the last three games, then absolutely not. A QPR win would take them above us in the table. And where would that take us in the table? Well, depending on what Huddersfield do, uh, it could take us what? as low oh, as twenty second. That's such we're a cursed to opening to a sentence. That's such a cursed. We're now at the stage of the season where we're talking about depending on what Huddersfield do, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh my god, just put a bolt in our head right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, oh God, I, was, I celebrated Southampton winning. I was, yeah. I was at that point yesterday. It's, it's not, it's not good. A we QPR see- page sent me something yesterday to, like, for them to put on their blog or whatever. And the first thing he put was, "I hadn't looked at the table in the in a while. What the hell's happened to you?" <laughs> oh, where do you want to begin? Well. <laughs> seven years ago it's going to be like that uh, Vladimir Putin interview with, Tuff, with Tucker Carlson where he's just going on about history that's how we're going to respond to all these blog requests from now on well it all started in 2017 when we didn't get rid of Mark Hughes at the opportune time mm. we can link him to that thread that the dude who copied Dr Matt's thread <laughs> when he got James Summertoned <laughs> I'm depressed now. Hmm. Oh well, Taylor Swift though, eh? That's exciting. She's gonna actually be our savior. I can't believe it. Yeah, I mean, it's as coherent a plan as any. I don't see why not. What was the hashtag again, Dave? Remind me. Uh, you can either have hashtag Stoklaw or hashtag Stoke it off or. Uh, hash, hashtag Stoke City brackets Taylor's version. 
Yes. Hashtag Stoke City brackets Taylor's vote. The brackets work in hashtags. I don't care. We're, we're, if she wanted to, she could make brackets have. Well, she, she could make the hashtags have brackets. She, she I think if we in her own rules, if we tag her in it as well. Well, I'm going to tag her in tonight's episode. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure she hasn't got anything better to do tonight. Yeah. We, yeah, okay. Stoke City brackets Taylor's version. Um, Taking a private jet from the training ground to the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll swap one one billionaire with an unethical practice of gambling for a one with an unethical green credentials. That'll be great, ah, but it's fine. I'm excited for Taylor Swift to be a Stoke owner. Can't wait. I'm going to pretend she is already and just live in that fantasy world. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Why not? Why not? I like it. Um, any other business to talk about before we um, sign off? Yes. Um, very, very sad news. The uh, night before morning of the Blackburn uh, game, which was former captain Peter Handyside, uh, has very sadly died at a very, very young age, I think 49, which is just a, a horrendous to think about. Um, obviously, our love to his uh, friends and family. Um, for me, like... The, this was, I would have been, 2002, I would have been about 9, 10. And so very, very formative Stoke years. And um, I, I remember going to uh, the Millennium Stadium, as it was then, watching us uh, get promoted. The first time I've ever seen Stoke get promoted mm-hmm. at all in my life. And uh, him and Sergei Straniuk at the back were absolutely instrumental for that good John Thordeson team. And also in keeping us up uh, the next season as well. So, um, and just for a lot of people, just that uh, that image of him with the playoff trophy is yeah. um, the the last image we have of a Stoke player with a trophy. I mean, we when we went up in two thousand eight, we didn't get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a it's a just part of the history of the club, and it's uh, just a real real tragedy. And um, yeah, for anyone who remembers him playing um, just knows him all. Just. Just really, really sad day. Yeah, well said. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I would say is that on a lighter note, the women did a really good win today. Um, really? I've also noticed that the Twitter account and the Instagram and stuff seems to be putting out quite a lot more little interviews and kind of fun things about the team and all that sort of stuff that a football club would like to do normally if it were a normal football club. So please do kind of reward them for doing the right thing there. Not that they're like a dog and you need to give them a treat or something, but, you know, the media team's bothered to do something with the women, so that's great. Um, and season tickets get you into the home games free, so who, who well did, done, who did they? Yay. Who did they beat today? What was the score? They beat Stourbridge 4-1, so local derby, a couple of ex-players at Stourbridge as well, so very nice. good win. Very nice. Bit of positivity there for us to end on. Very good. Well, George, thank you very much for joining. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. It's been lovely. Dave, it's been a pleasure as always. Cheers, Chris. Go Chiefs. (laughs) And for you listening out there, just just keep your chin up. Just keep smiling. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> Woo. she'll be with us soon we'll told taylor she will she will save us shake it off goodbye <laughs>